Hi, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Another week of Los Hijos. Ah, gentlemen. Los Yeah, we back, baby. Oh, it's been too long. It's been a few months. Few months. I think the last time we, we recorded, Chad said we'd be back next week, too. So forgive us. Our weeks run long. Yeah, long <laughs> Well, uh, anyways, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, Hayden is definitely not on my right today, and Robert is definitely not to my left. Nope. So, gentlemen, where are you guys? Coming at you live from Tucson, AZ. Yeah, it, it seems like that. Uh, that it's, we're in our winter vacation. Hayden, where are you at these days? I mean, I think live. From, uh, sorry, but uh, I am live right now from Kearney Mesa, California. Oh. All right, all right. Hayden's, Hayden's winning the vacation home thing, I guess. Huh? He's got Kearney here, Mesa. I'm up here, I'm up here close, to, uh, close up to a uh, Leisure Flyers neck of the wood uh, with uh, up here in Escondido. So, yeah, sounds like what, yeah, winter's treating us well. Um, treating the Padres not so well. And, uh, nope. uh, again, if you're tuned in today, that is, that is probably why you're here because – we talk Padres, and uh, we talk all things Padres. And so, uh, again, we're the Los Hijos fan club. Uh, my name is Chad. Uh, we got Robert on the, uh, the air yo, yo. In, uh, in Arizona. We got Hayden uh, uh, over here in uh, Kearney Mesa. And uh, we're the Los Hijos fan club. The Los Hijos. Uh, and we're here to talk Padres. Going to provide so, a little bit of content uh, for this slow off season. A little bit of content for you here. <laughs> yeah, the, not to sound like a broken record here, but uh, this winter um, – has been a little cold for San Diego. Now, cold in terms of what has actually happened in comparison to what we all want to happen. Right. Hayden, there I mean, are, do you want to just kind of branch off of that? I mean, literally well, nothing yeah. has happened in my opinion. There, There isn't – I mean, there. you can put all the gifts in the world into Twitter posts and it really wouldn't do justice to – the things that feel as Padres fans. I mean, I, I, I can probably go into my phone and look at the you know usage statistics, and it'll tell me you're checking Twitter too damn much and um, not being productive in other areas of your life. So I, I think I speak for uh, all Padres fans, or at least some ones that are tuning in to the off season by saying um, we're ready for this one to be over, and I'm certainly looking forward to spring training. Oh, I'm I'm ready for some baseball. That's oh yeah, sure. I'm itching That's for, for it. Sure. And uh, only on chance that we do sign Manny, um, then great. But I, uh, I think they've pretty much moved on from that. Like if you look at like the Instagram and Twitter posts of of Padres, like they're just like counting down the days for spring training already. They're like, yeah, the off season's over, man. Like we didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and again, you know. Uh, not to sound like a broken record, but we are going to get into that. And, and so, um, you know, speaking of what has occurred, right, uh, let's talk about who we've shipped off. Um, you know, a few, few pertinent names. If, if you're a, a Padres regular, you would know uh, very much so what, uh, you know, the, a few of these names that we released and, uh, uh, you know, mean to the Padres or have meant to the Padres here. But, you know, Carlos is why. Gamer uh, boy. Uh, uh, Mr. Villanueva, uh, dad. Uh, unfortunately, we had to release our, our our favorite dad. So sad, Clayton Richards. Uh, you know, Mr. Spangenberg is is no longer with the Padres. So so again, we've we've made some 
that in my opinion, I mean, we lost our opening day starter. I'm not sure what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. We lost all of our content pieces too. Like these guys were great to like just make fun of or talk about. So, Well, absolutely. And of course, everybody's problem child, uh, Mr. Jose Brella still has has his name on a roster. <laughs> oh, my gosh. understand. Like that. for real, this isn't on here, but do you guys really think he's going to start like first game? You think he's going to be on the field? I mean, what is what is he mixing in the magical potion that he is feeding Preller and? But I'll tell you, I'll Green tell you what to it keep is. him on this team. What is I'll it? I'll tell you what it is. It's it's Andy Andy Green has long admired people who uh, hustle and who oh yeah, heart and hustle. You know? Yeah, they work their tails off. You know, uh, despite being uh, not the most athletic player on the field. And so Andy, Andy, you know, recognizes that uh, other people have the chip on their shoulder that he had. You know, Andy Green's not, uh, you know, not gifted vertically. So uh, he, <laughs> to say the least, <laughs> while is not, well, he's not as short as uh, Andy Green, but still, you know, he's not the most impressive physical specimen. He, uh, you know, he still hustles and he, you know, runs out a slow dribbling grounder to third, um, like he's trying to win a hundred meter sprint. So. I think that's honestly the reason why he's still on this uh, roster. Yeah, well, and, yeah, and we'll definitely see how that plays out here. Kind of, you know, coming into to what is spring training, I, I definitely think he's going to be tested there. I, I think that you know it, it is going to be his year this year. I mean, I in terms of if it, it's a make or break year, right? It's okay. got to be a make or break. I thought you were saying like he's going to come back and hit like eighteen home runs, which like, hey, I'm all for it. Like if he does, like. Well, yeah. talk about the biggest turnaround, right? Potter Twitter's going to lose their shit if Mr. Perella needs <laughs> some saving grace for us. I mean, I will turn around and, and bow down. I mean, let's be real here. But all right, so you know, you know, not getting too caught up on Perella. Let's be real; that is a broken record. Right. Um, what are we going to talk, talk about, about today? We, let's talk about who we've now brought in. All right. So now, the big one that that, in my opinion, was obviously Ian Kinsler, and and I want to spend a little bit of time talking about Ian Kinsler here in terms of. of why we signed him, and, and I know Hayden wants to chomp at the bits. He he definitely wants to talk about Ian Kinsler here, but <laughs> but but you know you know why we bring in a veteran presence like that here, and and again you know we have a plethora of of of, of middle infielders, not corner infielders, but a plethora of middle infielders to fill the the role that Ian Kinsler Dude. Uh, has played in the past here. So so can we get a little bit of, into like why are we bringing on Ian Kinsler here? Well, um, this is what it is to me. I think this is the equivalent of an AJ Preller booty call in that, uh, you know, he knew Kinsler from the Ranger system and figured that after the World Series uh, with uh, um, Kinsler's so-so performance, uh, some people called it abysmal, it was pretty so-so for me, that, uh, you know, AJ just gave him a call and said, hey, why don't you come over uh, here? We've got some young talent that's coming up. Uh, we'll pay you a couple million. Uh, to kind of mentor these guys, or at least that's what they said uh, publicly, and um, you know, just kind of be a spot filler. Um, and I think AJ's been really clear that uh, you know, while he while he hinted that uh, he'd have a position locked down for a little while, he would most likely be kind of filling here or there. And then when it came to Garrett Richards, that was kind of a head scratcher for me. Um, they're really this is this is a super high risk. Um, some people are saying it's high reward. I don't even think it's a high reward. Um, you know, his Garrett Richards peripherals aren't the best. Um, he's got, he's got great stuff, but I, I just don't, I, I don't see the, the rationale there. I mean, I would see 
Um, you know, the, the reasoning for, for signing a guy coming up, Tommy John to a two year deal when he's not even going to play the first year, if it was a guy like, Oh, I don't know, say if Severino had had the same, um, circumstance, but I, I don't see the logic with that one. So kind of see what they're doing with Kinsler, but I'm not really sure, um, who decided. I got a couple notes on Kinsler. Did you know that he was from Tucson, Arizona? I did know that. I was actually going to mention that next. Yeah, he went um, to CDO High School. No fucking way, man. There you go. Well, and and, and, and kind of speaking of, you know, Garrett Richards there, Hayden, and, and you brought up a good point, you know, yeah, you know, why do you bring in kind of a question mark like that? And, and it kind of leads into really what next season is going to be for the Padres, in my opinion. Uh, uh, basically, a wash and a question mark. Um, I think a guy like Garrett Richards is going to come in um, and eat starts for you. And that's what basically next season is going to be we're going to need starters that are going to eat starts and eat innings and somehow manage to put together a season i I really don't understand what our starting lineup is going to look like next year and and it's questionable and so you have to bring in some type of those question mark players like garrett richards where and you know shit maybe just maybe he has a breakout season and it leads into a nice 2020. I mean, not, are we hoping that about Hosmer still too? <laughs> like, he's not even going to play in 2019 though. He's, his, he's going to be recuperating from Tommy oh, John. That's Dead. right. That's right. Very, very um, slight chance that he, you know, makes a start in 2019. Here's the other thing I don't get. Like we were talking, you know, like there's this three way trade talk with like Kluber where like, we don't even keep Kluber, but like, dude, Garrett Richards is 30 and Ian Kinsler's 36. And for some reason, Corey Kluber, who's thirty-one, doesn't doesn't fit our roster age-wise. Like we're the, basically the retirement home of the fucking major league right now, and we're not going to take this dude. <laughs> yeah, a, I, it, yeah, I don't know. I get it. Yeah, so it's it, it's interesting now that I, hey, I, and and bringing on another you know quick acquisition. Uh, I know you guys were very excited about the 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 pride of Valhalla High School, Mr. Greg Garcia you, you. coming back into a town. SD. Hayden, you want to get a get a little get a little hype on our SD uh, XSD products here? Yeah, he was with the Cardinals for a while. Um, don't have too uh, much info on Garcia other than that. You know, he's a solid contributor. Uh, definitely not an everyday starter, but uh, it. It's just uh, it's reminiscent of those typical scrap heap uh, waiver claims that uh, AJ's um, been successful at in the past few years, and I think the hometown connection probably uh, helps. You know, just uh, you know, sell it to Greg. Like, hey, man, this is going to be your chance to kind of you know come here and and make something out of this opportunity. But uh, yeah, I mean, hoping for the best. It, he's definitely good filler. Yeah, this is how they're going to fill – this is how they're going to put cheeks and seats this season. They're just going to bring home all exactly. the hometown boys and just hope that that brings people to the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fam- friends and family. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, um, well, well, not to drag too much uh, into our introduction here, but let's uh, let's start getting into some of our topics. And, and really uh, uh, what we wanted to talk about is, is a big one for the Padres organization as a whole and, and what is our – 50th anniversary coming up. Oh, here. yeah. We've got, uh, <laughs> we've got some some quick uniform discussions to get through. Um, we're going to quickly mention some um, off-season, uh, or, or what Hayden would say, the off-season of fake ass trade rumors. Um, Amen. We're going to announce our, 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 our new sponsors for what would be uh, the upcoming season. Sponsors. Uh, some, that has an S on dil- it. We've, we've made some diligent organizational changes here oh, at the yeah. Los 
uh, podcast. And, and we've got some big changes coming up for you here. Uh, we're going to talk about the free agent market and um, but we're also, we're also going to talk about kind of, of the slowness and of, of off seasons as a whole here and, and just kind of that general conversation of, of, of underbidding and, 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 and is, it, is that kind of the new norm? Um, and then we're going to follow that up with, with just general predictions. So um, if you can bear with us here, uh, like I said, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, 50th anniversary, gentlemen. Uh, nothing has been revealed in terms of uniforms yet. Um, they've hinted at things uh brown white no talks of pinstripes if i'm not mistaken so uh hayden thoughts robert thoughts bro you want to take this yeah i'm I'm holding back a sneeze right now but um (laughs) (laughs) uh i'll I'll chime in real quick do it Um, (laughs) with the 50th anniversary logo um they had kind of a sand color uh that was reminiscent of the uh I think it was the early 2000s uniforms, you know, that uh, we saw Gonzalez and Anthony Rizzo and Klesko and, you know, okay. most of those guys. Uh, yeah, everybody remembers those with the, the, camo. the nice, nice tight cursive lettering um, that uh, we wore as recently as uh, when Kemp was with us, Kemp's first season with us. Um, but uh, the coloring hasn't been in the, in those uh, uniforms for quite a while. So, um I guess they're maybe thinking that they could resurrect something from the early 2000s. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure where they're going with that. Yeah, my hope is this, like, because they say, you know, like they revealed the three different colors and, you know, for the three different logo or for the three different uniforms we're going to wear. And each of the uniforms is going to, like, you know, pay homage to uh, the, you know, the old times or whatever like each each different uniform change but again like my big thing is like i really hope they don't just do this like one year you know like they've been talking about like oh we're gonna bring back the brown um and just kind of teasing us with it but like i hope they don't do it like they did with like the all-star season where they like threw in a couple extra jerseys we wore them like once a week and then the next season they're just gone yeah like, yeah and i mean and 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 so they've released the logo right i mean they've, yeah they've that horrible the logo, logo a week ago and honestly in my opinion it looks like they took the outline of smoky bear and then just filled in <laughs> it literally looks like smoky bear and i honestly i can't get that out of my head dude i'll have to i'll have to put up a, a direct comparison of the logo you yeah you're gonna have to and then and then the smoky bear picture but I can't get that out of my head. My favorite one was, I can't remember who put it up on Twitter, but it was like the comparison between like the LA uh, when they did theirs and like their like explanation of what the all the Dodgers little things one. meant. Yeah, yeah. And then it was, uh, no, I think it was the Dodgers, but then it was, uh, they they talked about like yeah. the, so I can't remember who did it, but they wrote like jokes on theirs and it was like, and the pizza slices represent <laughs> each piece of pizza that, uh, Matt Kemp ate while he joined the Padres. <laughs> like that's all I think of when I see the logo now is like, damn, fucking Matt Kemp, dude. <laughs> yeah, the bomb. Just forever tarnished by the bomb. Yeah, forever. We'll have, we'll have plenty of pizza to eat in Cincinnati this year, right? Yeah, and so, so again, you know, the logo itself, I, you know, again, it was a, a, a joke as the Smoky Bear reference. It's supposed to represent, you know, you know, the architecture. I think the gas lamp quarter, as Hayden, as Hayden mentioned, there, it's got that sand feel to it, and the throwing back to the early two thousands there. So again, it's going to be an exciting time in terms of, uh, you know, what. Uh, I, you know, probably some new, you know, marketing 
I, I guess, campaigns, if yeah. what you call it, for, for this season. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be probably some cool events throughout the course of the years. So it's going to be fun to kind of celebrate that and, and, and you know, uh, be here and, and, and around for that. So, be so cool. it's going to be fun. Hopefully they do it's lots of sick-ass cool. bobbleheads this year. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get you know we're gonna get another fifty bobbleheads, another three. <laughs> so be good if they do more t-shirts. Yeah, t-shirts, towels. Let's not do let's not do hats again. Let's not have a debacle on that. Yeah, and the bottom line is, oh, well, the hats were rough. Last year. Yeah, let's not do that. Out. Oh, the man. bottom line is, we're just it's going to be another season of nostalgia, and you know we're so into this nostalgia feel for you know the season promos you might as well call us Aaron brothers because we're just selling you know memories and stuff like that i'm i'm, I'm kind of over it uh me too right and hopefully at least they don't beat the dead horse with hoffman and and, and that for for another full season oh i'd put uh, money that they'll at least have one day where they do it guaranteed well uh, in kind of transition forward yeah so anyways 50th anniversary it's going to be fun so uh, you know, moving forward, um, let's, you know, kind of get into some of uh, um, what would be, I would say, some some prominent MLB names that have really, um, I would say, lost some credibility with, with kind of these talks over this offseason. Um, I know Hayden wants to talk about this in terms of, of you know, some of us are only's tweets um, and, and really, you know, what they've meant and, and what they've kind of given us glimpses into and then what they've actually portrayed and and. and, and done nothing like they've literally done nothing yeah i mean i i think the the main thing that uh people are getting on only for is the uh initial offer from the white Sox um that only in nightingale uh posted on twitter that uh, later um machado's agent dan lozano uh basically released a statement that didn't fit in uh 240 characters or whatever the limit is these days saying Look, I know Buster, I know Bob, um, had a great working relationship over the years, but these are flat out lies. And I frankly can't believe that they actually would run with these unsubstantiated uh, rumors. Um, so I, I think that that's a big thing because uh, for a while, Buster only has kind of been one of the big names and sort of baseball punditry oh the voice he's been the voice yeah i mean i mean yeah i mean like it like love him or hate him you know they think he you know takes the pants off the red Sox too much um as uh, stephen woods would say but you know, you know like like him or hate him he's uh still he's still got a lot of the the traffic and a lot of twitter followers um and bob nightingale as well but uh yeah i, I it's it it's to me the um the result of having this slow off season where, you know, the fans are demanding, you know, juicy rumors and they're demanding information. And, you know, frankly, we're not, uh, you know, not seeing a whole lot of activity, um, you know, on the, on the free agent market, two signings today. Right. Yeah. Right. And like the whole league has just been milking this whole money signings. Right. And, and we'll talk, you know, after that, we'll talk about the whole free agent, but like the whole, they've just been, milking the Bryce and Manny thing like since before the end of the season that where are they gonna go where are they gonna go I almost feel like it's like masterminded to like they're not going to announce where they're signing until you know two weeks from now uh because of like they know that they're getting attention in the offseason and you know they want the whole like full year uh I don't know how to how you would put that but like the full year cycle of like you know baseball is never not a topic of discussion you know like shit dude they're even milking the whole like um uh 
Kyler Murray thing. Like I got an update from CBS that like he announced his NFL draft. Uh, and then like immediately after that, the MLB app was like, Kyler Murray announces, you know, that he's going to enter the NFL draft, what this means for the MLB. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he was getting a lot of shit for like really no good reason. I mean, I, I think, you know, there, you have to make a decision if you're a two sport athlete and you know, you're a generational talent like Kyler Murray, I think he ultimately opted to make more money right out of the gate. Um, yeah, you know, obviously, c- career projection wise, he'll make more money in the MLB hand over fist, but he'd have to spend the first three, four years, you know, just grinding through the minors. And I think that's what ultimately teams couldn't offer him. I mean, they, they the best the A's uh, could do for him is basically said, "Hey, we'll fast track you. We'll put you in high A ball this year and give you a chance to." You know, maybe maybe get close and sniff the majors at uh, the second or third year, but yeah, I mean, they even said that like they they put him on the forty man roster, like obviously, so that then he gets like a little bit more money. But again, like there's no promise of, and like you're certainly not just going to join the MLB. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter how you good you are. Can't like, just, you can't just you know, it's not like the NFL where it's like, all right, you're a draft pick, you go to camp, and you know, you're on the depth chart. It's just right. not like that. But, you know, yeah, also, it's it's. Also, yeah, you're looking a snap at, of the like, finger there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I wish him the best in the NFL, but like, I know what I would do. I wouldn't go in the NFL and get beat up for six years when I could just play baseball for fifteen and you know, fifteen. I mean, maybe even more. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take my brain functioning at full capacity any day. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And and kind of you know, we kind of hinted at the you know what is what is remaining at the free agent <laughs> market there. I mean, you know what? I mean, obviously, you know you know, don't want to beat a dead horse with, with the Bryce and Manny conversation. Uh, I don't think Bryce is going to go anywhere. Um, I think uh, Manny is going to be um, uh, undervalued in terms of what he is actually going to sign for. It's just a matter of Agreed. who actually wants to put out that money. I don't think, um, I think really his, his campaign with the Dodgers really, really hurt his chances this year. Um, there was kind of direct comparisons with him and him and Harper. Um, and then, um, really, it kind of it, the the differentiation between the two really then solidified um, when it came down to the numbers, right? I mean, people were just asking simply lower for for Mr. Machado, and I think that was a product of of really the lack of of effort and and kind of baseball prowess we saw with the, his campaign with the Dodgers there. But what do you guys think of that? I mean, I don't I don't think I don't think Manny is 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 too hot, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's like partially tarnished by, you know, like we signed Eric Hosmer last offseason and that was like the richest contract handed out um, last offseason. And then like you see what happened to him and like he's, I mean, I guess he's kind of old. He's 29 and like these kids are like, or these guys are like 26, 27. But like, again, they're all kind of, you know, right in that age where like they still could have some promise. But I think, and, and, you know, I wonder about this too. Like, is it a market correction? Like is Bryce worth... 300 million over 10 years uh is manny worth you know 200 or 150 over you know the same span um i i don't know you know because like we talked also you know i can't remember what week it was but a few months ago about how like what brings more excitement to fans and like what what brings people to the park and like fireworks and bobbleheads are one of the like leading things that bring people in and having a higher payroll isn't correlated with you know having more people in your seats um so I get that whole argument of like, okay, you know, we don't want to just pay these people 
uh, and and not get get the return back, you know, if people buying tickets, and then also not get the return back in wins. But I mean, I think you look at these two guys, Bryce Harper especially. I mean, he's going to increase whatever team he's on. He's going to increase them by five to ten wins. You know, easy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and the marketing value of the team and the and the concessions and everything that they're going to um, I shouldn't say concessions, but the um, the words escaping right now, but jersey sales are gonna you know are gonna skyrocket for whoever signs him. Oh yeah, I'd be the first one to buy a Harper jersey with the Padres logo on front. But we all know and, me and my know, jerseys. My I I'm sort of warming up to this school of thought, but. I think the proliferation, there's not the proliferation, but um, like the fact that analytics are so, um, you know, widely uh, spread out through the league right now and are now being used to, um, you know, quantify uh, a player's worth and wins. And, you know, you have the surplus value argument. I, I think that's kind of hurting it as well. Um, you know, and I'm all for analytics, obviously, but you know, I, I think they're, they're looking at players like Manny and, and, um, and Bryce. Like they're on a, you know, like they're just a, a statistic on Excel. Yeah. And, and to that, it's, it's kind of hard to, you know, for them to justify paying Manny or Bryce a bunch of money if their model uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't support it. And I'd hate to sound like an old geezer on this one, but I think in this instance, it's preventing two generational talents from being paid what they're actually worth. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with like all points yeah. of that. So, and and we'll and and we'll get into kind of that that lower spending conversation. I think uh, right after we get through our ad reads, a couple uh, ad reads. So ad, ad reads. This episode and every episode moving forward will be brought to you by North Tucson Cleaners. Clean your home with care for the best service and attention to detail. Whether you're moving in moving out, staging a home for sale, or just looking for bi-weekly maid services, give us a call for a free consultation. North Tucson Cleaners. And our second ad read, again, brought to you by Recreation Brands of Southern California, providing design development solutions for delivering innovative and creative outdoor recreation services or products. RecreationBrandsSC.com. Oh, yeah. Need a park? Call Papa. <laughs> So, so you may have noticed we have two sponsors now. Uh, so we're moving up in the world. Uh, you know, sadly, our our market. You know, I don't think we service San Diego locations right now uh, at North Tucson Cleaners. But uh, you guys can go ahead and hit that like button on Facebook if you guys are feeling generous. Yeah, <laughs> just show a little part, love. And if you need a part, just give us a call. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and so, the, again, uh, we appreciate you bearing with us there, as stated. Uh, uh, we did some organizational changes there, made some big moves in terms of uh, some back-end conversations here. But um, but as we were kind of getting into in terms of, 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 of value of players, uh, what they're being paid, and then in terms of what, what we're worth, right, um, we're seeing literally, and, and, and I mean this, record profit profits right with with MLB ownership groups I mean uh, some of these teams are, are literally raking in money um, hand over fist and and yet they're not spending or, or, or reinvesting 
uh, back into the product, right? Back into what they're putting on the field. Now, um, <laughs> we saw a, a, a quite the interesting article here this morning, actually, uh, by our good friend uh, Kevin Acey. Um, and, and it shows that, uh, uh, according to Mr. Kevin Acey, that uh, uh, really we've spent our item or spent in, in three places uh, 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 reducing our interest rate, uh, infrastructure, and uh, really not much else. And it, it kind of goes to that, goes to show in that same conversation of well, really where is this money going, right? right. I mean, where, because it's not on the field. What, I, what do they mean by infrastructure? Yeah. Like we need roads in, in Petco Park? Yeah. Like. What it is, first of all, I, I cannot wait for the rebuttal that H.J. Preller uh, writes up for, for Ke uh, Kevin Acey's article because he's probably one of the more, um, you know, people who are in tune with uh, the club's finances and, you know, stuff like that. But I, I, I think it's... Uh, I, I think it's just a, a piece that Kevin Acey uh, has been called to do by somebody in the organization because the organization, I honestly think, is tired of Padres Twitter, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, right. What were you going to say? Absolutely. Chad? We're no, we're we're putting. We're, I mean, we're a voice, right? We're actually a voice, and I think it, it's coming to the point where where we we've, we've reached out as a legitimate fan group at this point in time, and and we're knocking at their door and we're saying. Eight straight losing seasons, we're done with it. We're done with it, and right. and, and, and it's and, and here in San Diego, we're not going to watch another team just float away, and and we don't want that to happen. And, and so we're knocking on their door, and we're saying we're done with it. And I think they're slowly starting to give us the visibility in terms of okay, well, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going, and and still, even that is not enough, right? Because there's no other reason to write that article. Other than it being prompted by public outcry, exactly, exactly. Yeah, which again, like it's nice that we're being listened to, but like you can't just keep moving the goalposts, and especially in today's day and age of like technology, you can't just keep you know moving the goalposts back and back and back, and like think that we're just going to be like, oh yeah, no, yeah, that's that's all good. Like it's been when did they when did Fowler buy this team? Like two thousand twelve. Right. 2012, yeah, was the year that the Fowler, um, Fowler Seidler O'Malley. And there was this whole, like, you know, give us, you know, three to four years, four to five years. And then, like, now this offseason, they're like, oh, we said it was going to take eight years. You know, what the – since when? When when did you say it was going to take eight years? You know, and, and in what world does it take eight years? You know, if it was – if it was – uh, an NFL team and the head coach came in and was like, oh yeah, it's going to take us eight years to be good. The owner would just, just fire and get a new coach. Well, unless you're John Gruden and you're allowed 10. So, well, well yeah, well, <laughs> I think he has, he has uh, a bag of tricks up his sleeve. No one just tanks their team as hard as John Gruden did and has as much or football knowledge, you know, but again, this is a baseball podcast. So we won't get too much into that. Yeah. We won't. Get too much of that, but but yeah, and, and again, it, it is relevant because of tanking, you know. <laughs> yeah. So so again, I, you know, it, it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting uh, a couple of. I, I would say, I, I stand by for a response uh, to to this Kevin Acey article because, like I said, I mean, it was published today. What is what is the nineteenth of January? Um, and um, it uh, I read through it earlier this morning, and and really, it's just all fluff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pure fluff again. 
Um, and, and, and it all just talks about, oh, we're, we have the money, but this is where it's being spent. And, and it's just, it's bullshit. And, yeah. and so I'm interested to see the response uh, from, from again, Padre's Twitter and, and you know, um, the, 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 the community itself there. And so um, people are going to flip, like, just one more point out. People are going to flip. Like if, I mean, Fowler has all this money. I mean, we know he's, he's, you know, I don't want to say he's like insanely wealthy and has endless amounts of cash, but like when you buy this team and you say to the fan base, like we're going to influx money in here, and they do it for a few years. They just do it really poorly, you know, with the whole like camp and Upton and all that. And then now we're just kind of like riding this wave of like, oh, oh, you know, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. But we're not going to spend money to get there. Um, it, I'm, I'm ready to just like start saying that we need new ownership, you know. Um, well, I think a lot of people are echoing that already. Yeah, light so the torches, light the torches, dude. Is what Robert is saying, straight right? up, dude, light the bobblehead. We're gonna go in there with lit up bobble. <laughs> dude, you just you can only do so we many promos, now, you know. Then, you know, some other San Diego billionaire like Doug Manchester is gonna end up buying the team and gutting it, you know. So uh, at the same, right. you know, I'm 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 very um, disenfranchised with this current ownership group, but at the same time, like. You know, I, I unless I'm, you know, completely out of touch with other billionaires and who would potentially be interested in the Padres, I don't think there is a current um, super wealthy person out there who uh, would do anything different. Yeah, I guess. I'm with you on there. I, I, yeah. No, I, just, I just remember, like, the... For the Padres. Right. I just remember, like, the whole, like, documentary they had, like, when... It wasn't even when they bought it. It was like 2014 or 2015. They came out with this documentary about the ownership group. And, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of like love for him after that. It was like, okay, cool. I mean, you learn about like what they were talking about, how they wanted to build a team and, uh, you know, using more Latin talent and all this stuff. But, you know, here we are. That was even three, four years ago. Fucking nothing, you know, nothing. Righty. Well, um, yeah, that's a yeah, good conversation and, and kind of a, a, again, it's 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 going to be a progressing conversation moving forward. Um, and and so uh, speaking of moving forward, let's you know, let's uh, let's kind of bring this to a close here. We want to keep it a, you know on the shorter side here, not to uh, not to reiterate a bunch of uh, uh, similar topics here, but uh, let's get into some predictions. Uh, Twenty nineteen um, uh, looks like I'm first on the list, um, get it. so I'd be happy uh, to dive into my uh, predictions here. We're going to lose hundred games. Oh, just straight out the bat. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna lose 100 games. So we do not have the pitching to make it through next season. Um, it's gonna be a huge question mark. And the fact that um, there's a legitimate chance Brian Mitchell will still be on the bump for us next year is questionable. So yes, we're gonna lose 100 games next year. I think. Hey, yeah. I think we're going to lose 100 games as well. I think we'll see big strides from. Urias, I think Tatis will make his debut in July. Um, it'll probably be the most magical moment of the summer, uh, quite frankly, for a lot of us of the year. Um, and a hot take, I think Andy Green will be let go. Whoa. Okay. Heavy. I like that. Heavy. Yeah. They're going to get rid of the manager because they can't fucking pay people to join the team. <laughs> uh, because I, I think they, they think they, they applaud Andy as being this analytically minded, um, you know, yet also really good player personnel guy. 
Mm-hmm. And I think Fowler is going to have a James Shields, uh, you know, moment where he, you know, goes on the radio and starts talking about how much, you know, he's disappointed with Andy and, you know, the, the you know, the rumblings will carry out the organization and it'll end with uh, him being axed. Again, this is just one yeah. man, but that's, yeah. Oh, that's a, Hey, I like it. These are predictions, right? These are predictions, bro. What are we thinking? Guys? I feel that. So, you know, I'm always, always optimistic. So, uh, I think we're going to set some records this year. Um, in terms of, I think it was two years ago, we set like the, the biggest opening day, uh, shutout or not. Sh- yeah. Whatever. Like we didn't score, the Dodgers beat us by like 15 or whatever. And then we proceeded to like not score a run for like four games. Uh, I think we're just gonna, yeah, I think we're just gonna go ahead and extend that this year. And just, <laughs> just set like some some more really bad records of uh, showing people just absolutely how horrible a team could be. But I will say this, um, I'm still holding out that we can win. Or I guess we should talk about losses, like not lose more than about like 93, 94 games. But so about about last about what we did last year. Right. But this this comes on the heels of, you know, all of our young pitching talent has to like mature really quickly. Um, And then the fear, of course, is we use our pitchers as as um, currency. And so, you know, do we then trade them away again? I mean, which, again, I think it's a good move. We keep getting, you know, pretty decent trades with these. but with the talent we have, you know, we do have a good a good farm system. You saw the ranking of like left-handed pitching prospects. We had like yeah, we had four on the four top on the, ten. Four in the top ten. Uh, yeah, that was nice to see. So a little, you know, the usual MLB hype for right. a couple hours, and then it went away. I think the MLB knows that like Padres fan base is just like all over our farm system because we know that we can't have a good MLB right. team. So right. All right. So uh, your predictions are basically what next year is the, the same as last year, right? Same so as last year. Yeah, and I'm just I'm just always hopeful. And wins or so. And you know maybe we get like one or two new like uh, food items in the park. And <laughs> Bro loves his park piece. Yeah, dude. I I go there to eat. And uh, <laughs> bro ham. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make it to quite a few games next year. Unfortunately, I. Decided to drop my season tickets uh, for the sake of the conversation. Yeah, yeah we got to so, figure that out. The lady still calls me, so yeah, yeah. She she can she can just go on mute for permanently forever. So oh man. <laughs> Anyways, um, those are predictions again. Not not too not too light at the end of the tunnel type predictions for you there, but there there you go. Oh oh oh, I got one. I got one. Uh, Hayden, I think you said before that that next year, like statistically, is going to be the year that we uh, finally pitch a no hitter. You still holding to that? Ugh. No. No way. No way. No. I mean, I mean, it's like I. We don't even have. I mean, besides Joey Fuego, I. I mean, I don't even think we have somebody who has the the chance of posting a you know sub three five ERA. Oh man. It's gonna be yeah. a, hard, a hard season for us then. Yep, it like yeah, like I said, big question marks in the pitching realm. Um, and then uh, we'll get into that closer, closer when we get towards uh, spring training. I think um, all three of us are gonna be out in uh, out in Arizona. Yeah, it looks the like the whole March. podcast network is gonna be out there mid March. Yeah, so, so we'll be out. We'll be out there. We'll be cheering them on. Uh, and, and come come early summer there, and uh, hopefully we can see us out there. Um, 
but uh, but again, if, if you made it this far on the podcast, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, Episode fifteen, Low Seahouse uh, fan group. This is Los Hijos, we, baby. Uh, podcast fifteen. Um, that's a pretty nice little 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 figure there. Um, yeah, and, uh, moving on up. Um, yeah, you can find us on Twitter um, at Los Hijos Fan Club. Uh, you can. Uh, you know, follow us, uh, tune in. We're on all podcast streaming uh, networks, iTunes. Uh, uh, yeah, that's about Google all, Play, all, yeah, Google Anchor, Play. whatever, so, Stitcher. Yeah, Do people still use Stitcher? Tune in, give, us a, give us a little comment, like, subscription. Leave um, us a voicemail. Yeah, like I said, thanks for tuning in this week. We appreciate it. Los hijos. Oh. We out. Bye. Baby. Bye. Woo. Bye.